Welcome to your morning cup with Ben's Academy. I'm Kara. And I'm Ash. And we're Cash. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. I feel like it's one of those moments, like the peace signs. Yes, we're... You can't see us. No. We'll have to start videotaping yes. at some point. We're going, V. Peace, peace. Yeah. Yeah. Asian style. Yes. <laughs> Brenda knows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we were having a discussion of yesterday about knowing versus, versus believing. believing or wishing or praying or, or hoping. hoping. Yes. Right? There's a big difference there. Yes. And what is the difference? Well, I mean, when we're wishing, we're hoping, we're praying, believing, it you know, it seems like all of those have an open door for it to not, whatever it is, right? To not be true, to not come come to um, reality, to not be manifested, to not be accurate. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it seems like it's not a full-on stepping into and embodying the energy of what it is that you want or that you're creating or that you... Um, desire mm-hmm. it's like it's like part of the way there not all the way yeah it's like <laughs> i'm slightly committed yeah yeah it'd be nice <laughs> yeah i really would like it it'd be so nice if that would happen mm-hmm. but it's like there's a but attached yep. to it all yes but yeah you know only if you know god wills it or somebody allows it yep. or this person gives it to me or that person will make it happen Rather than knowing is so much stronger, mm-hmm. right? Knowing is like a full-on, I'm believing, or not believing, I'm in it, embodying it, and ready to, like, just, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the others also feels like it's an externalization. Like, you're giving away your power, like, praying or hoping. It's like, it's not really... A choice, a full-on right. choice. Yeah, it's like, oh, that'd be nice if it just falls in my lap. It feels kind of passive, yeah. you know. I guess in some ways, like praying is active, but yeah, it's also it an externalization of your power and you know giving your authority to someone else, like a god or other gods or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, mixed results with that one. <laughs> we don't necessarily recommend that. And why? It's because, well, we're focused on empowerment, right? Mm-hmm. Which is us embodying our power, not giving it away to others. Well, and it's not to say that those things are bad. It's not, I don't think that's what we're saying, is that, like, you don't do these things. But what we're saying is stepping into knowing is a completely different energy. energy yeah. Yeah. Very different state of energy. Yeah. So what does it feel like to like know something versus believing something? I can share an example. Yeah. <laughs> so what there's this often comes up for me when looking at manifestation. So there's programs running and one belief that I had around let's say buying a house was I had to go through this long pedantic loan process and that it was going to be difficult and it had to have certain conditions to it in order to work, right? And that because of my current life situation, let's say my job and how much 
my finances are, you know, like debts and things from student loans that, you know, there's a belief that I might get it, right? You know, like I might get approved. Mm -hmm. And I also had this belief that since it was the first time I was buying a house, I had to get a very specific kind of loan, like a first-time homeowner loan, which is a program in the U.S. for first-time families essentially buying their first house. But I had this belief, like, that's what I had to do. I had to get that kind of loan, and I had to have a certain, like, certain timeline and amount of money and, like, all this stuff lined up before I could do anything. And it's kind of an odd program, but that's what was running, right? So I had this belief, like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to get this house. I'm going to, you know, get it in this way and this, that, and the other. And then I, when I started to, one, read the fine print, it's actually not that great of a qualification. It's not that great of a loan. And the fact that a lot of sellers don't really want to sell to people with that loan type. It's just there's, like, government regulations they have to follow. It's more prescriptive, and it it um, extends the process. And at the time I was looking at buying when it was a really hot market, hot real estate market. And then I was reading the fine print. I think it was Larry who was like, why do you need that loan? You don't need that. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? Of course I need that loan. So there are like some belief systems and even just thinking that was going to be the easiest way. Right. But at the heart of it, the manifestation that I wanted was, I want to get this house or a house. And then at some point, that started to shift. And a big way that it shifted was um, Fossil Beach. So we've talked about Fossil Beach in the past. It's a, a group manifestation item that some instant manifestors got together and bought 48 acres together with. Amazing project. And... When all of this started to happen, Fossil Beach was coming up before I had bought a house. So when I was scanning it, I decided to be the represent the representative for the group to buy the land, put my singular name on the piece of paper on behalf of the group. But there was a fear that came in around like, hmm, if I do Fossil Beach, that's going to like increase my debt load and then I won't be able to buy a house. And then I saw this like as a choice point, right? Of like, I could believe that, that if I do Fossil Beach, there's no way of getting a house. And I didn't have like all the stories or elements figured out yet, but I remember this feeling, there's this strong knowing, and this is like the energy, right? It was this strong feeling, this knowing of like, no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do both. (laughs) It's not this or that, it's this and that. It's like, yeah, we're going to do Fossil Beach and I'm going to get my house and it won't matter. Like, we'll figure it out. The human collective will deliver and I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to happen. And I was like, no, no fear, not believing that BS, that belief system, (laughs) but like it's a knowing and I really felt it like in my core, my body, and I took it with me like throughout the processes. Long story short couple weeks later, got Fossil Beach and the opportunity to buy a house. And all the cards fell into place and it was like this amazing manifestation. But the energy was so different, right? And it was a choice. And I think that knowing is 
really that state of being that we're the authors of our life and we may not have it all figured out and that's okay but it's knowing that there's going to be a high frequency outcome Mm -hmm. and knowing that you're supported in that high frequency outcome it's not just Kara has to figure it all out right (laughs) it's like the human collective was there to help make it easy impossible um the buyer was influenced Mm -hmm. to be able to make it accessible and easy for fossil beach and even for your own house right like strong allies strong the group getting you know expanded awareness through others perspectives Mm -hmm. like you referenced with larry and it's you know knowing that we are supported and flourishing on this planet right not just surviving and i know anelius and larry have talked about that in their driving to the res podcast recently where it's you know it's like moving out of that survival mode and knowing mm-hmm. that we are provided for with ease, but who's preventing us from being provided for? It's only us Ourselves. if it's not happening. <laughs> if we don't have it, we're the only reason that it's not happening. So then it's then in that question, I would be wondering, okay, well, how is this serving me right. to not have what I need right now or to not have access to this resource or whatever it might be or to not be able to take this class. I really want to take this class, but I can't afford it. Hmm. Hmm. Why? (laughs) How is that serving me? Why? And it might not be a high frequency reason. And then that's where we get to do our work. That's where we get to do the Ibens method. But it's a really great example of the knowing because absolutely, I was just having a conversation earlier this morning with somebody about a similar topic. Um. You know, it's really easy to fall into the belief system. Oh, well, you know, you want to protect your credit Mm -hmm. and you're in this process of buying. So don't get yourself tied up into other things because that's the mainstream narrative. Right. And the limitation of power. And the limitation of power. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't, you know, you can't buy too many things. Can't have both. Yeah, exactly. Because this is credit system, at least in the United States. It's like... If you're trying to get a line of credit for something, then you don't want line of credit for something else at the same time. Because if you do, it's like... It's too much and there's a formula and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, higher scores are better. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, it's It's all... It's yeah. Smoke it's mirrors. upside down. It doesn't make sense yeah. when you start to really piece it apart. But it's a system we're in, yeah. and you know we're we're not fully complete of that the separation through the split. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But it's easy to fall back into that, as we talked about a, a few episodes ago, that comfort and familiarity. So yeah. that belief system and that that we're familiar with, and then you have to remind yourself, oh yeah, wait, no, no, no. That's a, that would be a choice. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. We're, you know, in this example, we're instant manifestors. Exactly. We, we don't have to follow that limitation. Exactly. We know how to work with the nature of reality, the universe, the human collective, our allies, our co-creators to be able to manifest what right. it is we desire. Yep. And that's what the workshop goes into great depth about is that that protocol right for using and working with the nature of reality yeah. to manifest what you want and it's and it's easy to like take that statement and think like well you know you're just going to manifest what you want and then what about everybody else mm-hmm. you know what if what you want doesn't work for me and and that's why we're not going to go into the whole details of it but that's why it's really important to make sure you have a very clear item and you do all your work ahead of time mm-hmm. so that you don't run into those types of um, obstacles mm-hmm. and that you know you know with integrity and um, and ha- that high frequency resonance about the item that it is compatible and it is 
it's not something that's infringing because even that would be a program of, well, if you want something, it's going to infringe on somebody else mm-hmm. or, yep. right. It's, I'm so glad you brought up that, that, uh, important point about limitation. Like how is this limitation serving me? How is this belief serving me or the limitation serving me? And that can be used in so many ways. Right. But even just in this case with the house and the land, it was a direct block to stepping into bigger chi and wealth lines and connection lines and power. Mm-hmm. And that narrative is so strong, right? Like like you said, thriving versus surviving. There was that belief of survival of, oh, I'm going to survive. I have to make sure that, you know, my credit line is blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. And it's like, well under that belief system of lack, limitation, and scarcity, yes. <laughs> but right. we're in a split. We're empowering ourselves. We're stepping out of that. So it's yes. like an example of going, wait a minute. There's something to miss here. Right. What is that? No, that's not true at all. It doesn't just have to be that. Yeah. It can be way better than this. And even that's like stepping into the knowing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really interesting how... Um, even in that situation, from what I recall, you you stepped into okay. I'll take I'll take the lead on this. You know, I'm going to take the lead on on the land for Fossil Beach and getting having your name on it. And then almost instantly, right? It was like not much further later that then the house came up, mm-hmm. and it was like you stepped into that knowing, and then it opened up the door. For, it's really not even the door. It opened up the gates. You know, it was like the dam was released, and then all, everything else was able to flow in. Um, because it's like holding, I envision it, is almost like we, with the limitations, like we hold things at bay. You know, mm-hmm. you guys can't see my hand gestures, but I'm like pushing <laughs> things away from me, these imaginary things that we're holding at bay. And then we step into knowing and, like the most like impactful knowing that I've ever um I think held on to that was shared by Anelia is just expect the highest frequency outcome oh yeah we're high frequency so just expect the highest frequency outcome and why Mm -hmm. you know it's like well of course because we're high frequency that's our true nature right that's like our true essence of our core expression so if we are allowing that to to express then of course it's all going to unfold in a high frequency way exactly but the limitations that pushing things at bay Mm -hmm. that is going to limit that that expression right it almost feels like pushing they're holding that at bay that those limitations it feels related to the veil of forgetfulness sure like the fog the separation the disconnect the power over others remnants and belief systems and all these things because I mean that's really it right Mm -hmm. it's like the only reason why for example we're not billionaires is because we limit ourselves yeah and we have these programs and belief systems and you know guy and the human collective are like we're ready are you gonna receive and we're like (laughs) "Ah, maybe yeah (laughs) maybe a little trickle here maybe open up the fossil there or release the floodgates you know and it's that allowance but yeah I think sometimes it's going from that maybe that process of belief to knowing sometimes we just need some steps along the way to help get us there Mm -hmm. because it did not start that way let me tell you oh yeah (laughs) it's so easy to forget it's at least when you know playing in 
the familiar of the old paradigm, you know, it's like, it's easy to, to sometimes like take a step back and then like, oh, wait, oh, wait, a wait minute. Mm-hmm. no, I'm, hmm, that's not how I want to operate in this life. Exactly. <laughs> Cause I mean, here we are in the split. Yeah. Doing our job. We were born here to be here at this time. Right. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this podcast, you too have chosen the high frequency outcome. Yes. So why should we expect anything less? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. like all of our allies are for it, you know, like Guy and the Human Collective and mm-hmm. those that who have also chosen that decision. And so that's what we should expect in our life. Right. And I think it's a, you know, it's, it's I think we've said this in the podcast many times before. It's like baby steps. There's a lot of things that have come up in that. And I remember first hearing about the split. Um, and it came from Anelia, and I remember, I think I was with my parents in Southern California, and they lived there that time, or in Northern California when they lived there, and we were reading one of Anelia's recent articles. I don't even remember what it was at this point. It's like, welcome to Earth, it's the split, or something like Splitting that. Splitting of the world? <laughs> I honestly don't remember, but regardless, it was one of those in that moment, like, I had this knowing, mm. like, this knowing, I am not continuing in the old paradigm Mm -hmm. i am not continuing in the light dark paradigm i'm all the way for the light paradigm that is happening without a doubt you know and and it was um through time there were moments where i think just because that there was probably a period of several years where that was like a really big topic of like how do you what how do you choose (laughs) to split like (laughs) did i choose it like what's happening you know um and now it's funny in you know on the other side of it you're like oh well yeah that <laughs> was the choice that was the choice yeah. you know and, and it was it's through embodying it right right it's, it's and knowing and just being it it's that that's what it's about you know it's that same so with the knowing it's like that same kind of energy where it's like knowing absolutely not will I accept the um, light dark paradigm as my future mm-hmm. because it's just not you know there obviously there's a degree that I'm not fully split like mm-hmm. you know we're still experiencing that right now but in process and every day it becomes more and more of embodying the new paradigm embodying the light paradigm so yeah it's just that knowing was so strong and felt like it's like um deep in my core that like nothing could rattle that yeah you know there's just no alternative yeah and that was the choice and that I just knew it was gonna happen exactly you know and there could be moments where you forget along the way like I said where it's like hey wait what did I like am I making the right choice (laughs) this is this the choice that I was gonna make is Mm -hmm. this in line with the new paradigm and the and being in high frequency but there were just moments and it was just kind of recalibrating back to that knowing Mm -hmm. and back to that that energy that core essence of it it's such a powerful energy Mm -hmm. the knowing energy because it's true authority like sovereign energy Mm -hmm. it's like it's power and yeah it's like unshakable uncorruptible yeah like in that moment of i am not choosing the dark light paradigm anymore right yeah very similar experience too yeah it's like no i'm done with this i'm done with this it's like unshakable and even almost like a breakthrough in some ways it's like Mm -hmm. that conscious choice was made and it's done like not going back unless you choose otherwise of course but it's it's just so powerful yeah 
It is. And, you know, and there's things I think that like can impede it, right? Impede being, feeling that knowing is like fears. Yes. Oh no, but like, what if I made the wrong choice? What if I didn't really choose the high frequency paradigm? Like, oh, I don't want to get stuck in the low frequency paradigm. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when there was maybe an article or a talk in Ellie had years ago and she's like, well, you know, somebody asked about that. Did I make the right choice? <laughs> and it was like, well, what if you find yourself in, you know, in the split and you're in the low frequency paradigm? And she said something to the effect of like, well, you know, get off the bus and hop on a new one. You know? <laughs> right. Like, get back to, to the high frequency paradigm. And like, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, but it's like having that expanded awareness to, to, to see it, to recognize it, notice like where's your, where your energy is going right now. Are you in a state of knowing? Are you in a state of maybe knowing with a little bit of fear and question mm-hmm. and doubt? Mm-hmm. And and if so, like have become curious about that fear, that question and doubt, because that's where that's where like the the limitations that we talked about. That's where we can clean those up and really fully be in the knowing. Absolutely. And cleaning up those energy lines are so important because and doing that will help you move into the knowing. Yep. And fear processing exercise can be used like pretty much, I want to say like universally. For everything pretty <laughs> much. Anything that you're experiencing, just play, replace the word fear with whatever else it is. Yeah. Feeling, and the resistance, the whatever. De- the doubt, mm-hmm. the insecurity, the whatever it might be. And yeah. And then process that. Yeah. Yeah. And listen to it, guys. If you haven't listened to the fear processing exercise in a while, actually listen to yes. it. Do the whole thing from beginning to end. Yes. <laughs> it's always good to like retouch base with it because it's really interesting how sometimes it morphs and changes <laughs> <laughs> when we've been doing it on our own and we yeah. aren't listening to the actual recording. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed that when I listen to the audio recording versus when I do the exercise on my own same protocol but my mind wanders a lot more when Mm -hmm. i do it on my own and then sometimes i might go oh oops i forgot to do the three deep breaths oops okay i gotta start over you know or whatever and it's like replace it with light yeah you know like fill the space with light exactly and like it's very very carefully designed right so every step in that exercise is critical so that's why doing the whole protocol as it's designed is important so you know if you're if you've done it 10,000 times or more probably at a good point where you can do it without listening to it but I don't know I feel like I've done it 10,000 times and it's still a lot easier listening to it yeah I mean and there's times you know when things come up and I'm not gonna like you know like it's three in the morning and I'm not going to get out of the bed and, you know, play the fear processing exercise. I might, but usually not. I just can do the process, but it's good to have the refresher. Yeah, definitely. It's like, if you're, if you're familiar with it enough and you can do it on your own, still find time to refresh Mm -hmm. because it makes a difference. And same with the firewall processing exercise. Yep. Yeah. Such a foundational tool for the last couple of weeks. I've been doing it every single day as part of my morning routine and it's incredible. Like before I would do it as needed, you know, like when fear would come up. But I think about it and it's it's actually related to a, a walk with me now manifestation of like being fear free. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it, I'm like, hmm, well, if I was truly fear free at this point, I think my life would be pretty different. And yet here I am. So I'm like, okay, 
make the list of all the fears and I'm going to do each one one by one nice. and that's the process so yeah that's I mean it. we talk about a lot of tools you know and workshops and things and articles and stuff but I mean really when it comes down to that core principle it's fear processing because even with like stepping from the belief system to the knowing there's a lot of fear processing involved mm-hmm. going from lack and fear of oh it's not gonna work out or whatever survival to no this is happening and it's gonna be awesome <laughs> and that's the high frequency outcome right? right no fear there right yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah this is a good tool to revisit it is yeah and it's one of those like i have it downloaded on every device Mm -hmm. and can pick it up anytime I need to yep (laughs) yeah it's a good one to have and a good one to share with others too um yeah it just I think that is like makes such a world of difference Mm -hmm. because when you're in that power of knowing there's no trace of fear Mm -hmm. it's like no this is it like this is it it's happening no doubts nothing Mm -hmm. no room for fear and that is a great space to be and operate from. Yeah. It's very empowering. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how can you start to step into your knowing? Well, fear processing, great step. But also, you know, take a look and see what belief systems or maybe other limitations that are keeping you at bay at the moment. And get curious about it. Yeah. And also really be aware of what you're feeding yourself. Right. Right. And I'm not talking just like physical body. That's important, too, because, of course, if you're eating, you know, a lot of processed foods and and sugars and things that are not um, supportive to the physical body, your cognitive functioning is going to be diminished, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or impacted. Right. And so that higher level of thinking and looking at things may may be limited. Yeah. But. The other aspect is around, like, what music are you listening to? Um, are you watching television and movies? And if so, like, what's that content about? Are you mm-hmm. listening to podcasts? What are they about? Yeah. Um, are you reading books? What's that about? Are you, you know, indulging in, you know, chicken scratch talk with, like, at the water cooler at work, you mm-hmm. know? And, and although it may be, like, you know, it's just innocent for a moment like oh you know it's just like this conversation oh no big deal you know it's just juicy little tidbits yeah (laughs) it's fine it's fine but like over time though those things really do seep into your psyche and i you know now oh my gosh if there's like physical violence or um just like that kind of like really low frequency fear or aggression or things like that and something I'm watching mm-hmm. it's a, such a different experience where before it was so normal it yeah. was like on almost a daily basis you would see physical bodies being injured and that was just normal so yeah. you, you don't notice and um, now it's just like oh, nope no room for that and just no interest and even the music mm-hmm. it's like Oh no, I don't want to hear those lyrics. That's not good because I, I'm think like they're <laughs> it's programming me. Yeah. I don't want that in my belief system, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's the other thing is just really being aware of the intake, as well. Yeah. Um. You know, and again, bringing it back to what Larry and I talked about in the um in the driving to the res podcast is like stacking the positives, mm-hmm. right? Don't stack the negatives with watching all like you know the the horror films and eating all the nasty things for your body yeah and then not going outside not getting clean water and 
not exercising or getting time with friends, right? Yeah. Physical connection. So when we don't do those, we're stacking those negatives. But what we can do is stack the positives. Yeah. And really easy is like there's great, like put on, you know, some a great um, podcast like Driving to the Res or The Morning Cup, you know, or you can listen to some high-frequency music. Things that can really easily just like transform the space and the energy. Absolutely. And it makes it a lot easier. And focus. Yeah. Exactly. It makes it a lot easier to focus and do that work when you're stacking the positives so that you can carve out eight minutes to do fear processing. Yeah. Or, you know, choose to maybe watch something else instead of, you know, a movie that you know is just going to be dark and low frequency. <laughs> it's funny. There's a, a lot of my favorite movies I can't watch anymore. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite movie. Nope, I can't watch it. Yeah. It's just all blood and guts. But, yeah. oh, it's so good. Nope, nope, not anymore. Yeah. But, you know, it's a conscious choice because that's, in and of itself, stacking a positive. Mm-hmm. Like, choosing not to indulge in what you know will be. That's another knowing. Like, I know that movie is going to be no good. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to come out of it feeling, you know, sad. My body is going to be slightly traumatized and you know, wasted two hours feeding the power brother war structure. Right. It's like, hmm. Right. Or instead, I could read this awesome book called mm-hmm. Earth Files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's a, like an interesting thing I've noticed in the last few years too, is that as I've started to pull my attention and my chi, my energy, my power, right, away from or out of the, the low frequency paradigm, the light dark paradigm, and starting to choose consciously a high frequency expression and attention and focus for my my energy and chi then i found like there's all of a sudden all these like interesting things that i didn't even really know before Mm -hmm. you know like learning how to um, knit or making jewelry Mm -hmm. or power objects or painting or working in the garden and growing flowers or growing you know vegetables Mm -hmm. and just like connecting with community like simple things sometimes that seem so basic because it's like I had a belief like oh everybody knows how to knit or something like that I just didn't know you know it's just (laughs) me everyone else knows it Mm -hmm. but you know it's really like actually if I looked at it like all the time I spent maybe watching television or just indulging in other like like things that were not fruitful in the in a high frequency way mm-hmm. um now it's like what do i do with that time yeah and and so i guess i say that all too because if you're looking at that like okay i'm stacking my positives like you actually can get really busy if you get on walk with me now for one yes <laughs> there's like not a shortage of like things projects and study groups and things to do and even movies but, to watch is like homework yeah, yeah yeah great recommendations on things and cooking mm-hmm. and dancing but and dancing yeah all the things and and then at the same time too it's like find what you enjoy and test things out mm-hmm. you know and and start putting your attention and energy towards that yep yeah, and something to look at maybe for the next week yes. is knowing you are a high-frequency being and you are here to express your true source frequency. Mm-hmm. Know that. And then find ways where you embody that knowing. Yeah. Whether it's doing your art or hanging out with your kids or going for a walk, playing with your cat, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, totally. Like, you know 
when you're in that space. Mm -hmm. So make that time to express that frequency in the real world, in your day-to-day life, because that's where it starts. Yeah. And right now there's plenty of bait and opportunity to step into like lack. Oh, yes. Or fear or whatever it might be. And it's like... Those limitations will always be there, at least uh, until the split's done. There's lots of stories out there that we can latch on to if we wanted Mm -hmm. and, you know, take it for a ride. But it would, you know, it's like in those moments, too, it's like that's when knowing your high frequency and what does that mean and, Mm -hmm. and being in that space of embodying the knowing that's going to be the highest frequency outcome. Expecting it's going to be the highest frequency outcome. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we're high frequency. Yay! (laughs) That's our core essence. That's what we are, right? Exactly. So know that. Yes. Know that and embody it. Yep. Expect it. Know it. Embody it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And have it expressed through you in your day-to-day life. Yeah. In whatever way that feels yummy and delicious to you. (laughs) (laughs) All the yummy yummies. All the yummy yummies. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. I feel like maybe we should do just like a few minutes of like, let's just embody that. Yeah. High frequency. Yes. Knowing expression of ourselves. Yes. Let's uh, spend a few minutes. Pure heart. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. There you go. Tap into that. High frequency source energy that is us and we know is us. Okay. So if you're driving, and we have to say this because people have told us it's helpful when we say this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're driving, you can listen in. We're not going to be talking for a couple minutes, but um, save this stepping into pure heart for a time when you're seated and focused. Like, no closing your eyes right now. Yes, don't close your eyes if you're driving. Yeah. You can tune into the energy of it, of course, but, like, stay focused on the road and what yeah. you're doing. Or if you're operating heavy machinery of some sort, Stop. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Stop, yeah. pull over, and... Yes. Or just pause for now and revisit. Pause and come back, and we'll all join in yes. together. Because that's the beauty of time. Yes. We're not limited. Time space. <laughs> but if you're not doing that right now... Then join us for five minutes of stepping into that knowing, yes. that energy of pure heart. Are you going to keep track of time? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, cool. So get really comfy. Comfy, comfy. Yeah, comfy in your, in your seated position. Yep. If your legs are crossed, uncross your legs. Uncross your legs. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Hands can rest on your lap. You can put palms down or turn palms up. I like to place my left hand on top of my right hand. My palms are turned up, and then I bring my thumbs together. Don't ask me what mudra this is called. I don't remember. I just know the mudra. (laughs) You would. Yeah. (laughs) This feels natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Nice tall spine. And just relax the face. Relax the muscles between the brows, the forehead, the muscles around the eyes. Just settle in into our pure heart expression.
You can get back in your body if you like. Or stay in the space of connection. Wiggle your toes and fingers. Thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. It was powerful. Could feel us all around the planet. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Listen to our podcast so we can meditate together. <laughs> <laughs> Across time and space. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. It's such a powerful energy. And know that this energy is us. Yep. It is. Mm-hmm. I think we're still in an altered state. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> See, this is why we don't drive. Like, yep. We don't drive and go into altered states. It's not conducive. <laughs> it's not conducive to physicality on Earth. Yes. Staying safe on the road, you want to have your awareness on the road. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, thanks for joining us today, everybody. We'll see you yes. next time. Ciao.